Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with us today. I am one half of your host, Steven. And I'm Kyle. How you feeling, Kyle? Sick as fuck. I gave Kyle the sickness that I had last episode, so now he's struggling with it this episode. Now I'm down with the sickness. Yeah, down with the thickness. That's what I am. Anyway, what we're going to do today is talk about some shadow people. So that's going to be pretty dope. But before we do that, we got to get through all of the business. So you can check us out at all of the social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Just search up Hollow Sky Podcast and that'll be us. If you got a creepy encounter or story you'd like to share, how are they going to do that, Kyle? Uh, you guys can call us. one 800 hollow Or you can use your little smartphone there and get on your voice memo app. Record your story and then send it on over to us. And the email you can send it to is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. And if you use Apple Podcast app or iTunes Podcast app and you want to bounce over and leave us a rating and a review, that would be awesome. Helps put eyes on the podcast and such. And any of them five-star reviews we get, we will shout you out on here. So that'd be kind of dope. For sure. Before we get into our topic this evening, we have a listener encounter that was submitted by email. So I'm going to go ahead and read this to you folks. And this is from Emily in Illinois. She says, I used to coon hunt quite a bit, and my dogs were plot hounds. Now, if you're not familiar with them, they're about 50 to 75 pound dogs used for both small and big game, and they're known for their grit and fearlessness. It also makes them good protection dogs. Now, that being said, let me say that these stories take place in the same spot. I hunted in several different areas in Illinois, but only out by my uncle's farm near Otterville did I see and experience things I can't quite explain. Back in high school, 2006 or 2007, I decided to take my two older dogs and young pup pup out on a hunt at my uncle's. My brother went with me, and anyway, we drive across the creek and park in a gap between cornfields. Perfect spot to drop the dogs and jump a raccoon, right? So my brother and I are sitting on the tailgate as the dogs go up the hill and weave in and out of the field to our left. We sit for a bit, and I can hear what sounds like an animal moving through the field to my right. So I pull out my tracking antenna. It was in Inotech, and instead of the beeps, I just get some weird feedback no matter where I point or angle it. My brother's spooked because he said it sounds like the aliens in signs. That's pretty creepy. I'm like, maybe the battery's low, but I'm pretty sure I charged it. Anyway, my oldest dog comes in by my feet from the left field. Odd. But checking in is normal for a hound, so I think I'll just walk him over to where I can hear the movement in the right field. He can tree a raccoon and we can go home. So grabbing his collar... I walk him towards the field. The dog plants his feet and he won't budge. What the heck? So I pull him along a few feet into the field and the dog moves to where he's in front of me and won't leave my feet. I try to take a few steps deeper in and my dog just keeps blocking me. No matter how I try to move or get him to go forward and hunt, he just won't. He just won't let me. So by now I'm a bit spooked. See, I've taken this dog to field events and he's never backed down from an animal, not even events that had live bears. This is before most state banned those events, might add. So I say, fine, you win. We head back to the truck and I load them up. We catch the two other dogs. They too wouldn't go near the right field and we drive home. No idea what it was, but I decided to trust my dog. A few years later, I've been dating my husband now for a bit 
and he has plot hounds too and wants to hunt more places. I tell him about the farm and how I haven't been back since that night. But after a bit, I agree to take him and we go. Now let me be clear, I've been out there several times without issue. It's just a couple of times there were weird things. Like one time we were hunting the dogs, one time we were hunting, and the dogs get deep and are silent and not moving. My husband says he'll run ahead and catch them since he's faster. He then tells me when he gets back that the dogs were at a tree, but they were just staring at it. He said he looked around and saw nothing. The whole thing just felt odd, so he grabbed them and booked it out of there. Another night I wasn't with him. My husband and his friends were out there, and he said the sky was weird. I asked how. He said it looked like it was still daylight, but only in one area. Now, this is strange because we always hunted later at night, so it would have a chance to cool down. He said it was so bright you couldn't tell his headlamp was on, and you could see the dogs running through the woods. The last strange thing, one night, again, he was out hunting with his friends, and there was a light above them. Not too high, just right above the tree line. He said it was silent, said it hovered around a bit, and then went sideways and disappeared over the trees. He said about two or three minutes later, two jets tore across the sky at a much higher altitude. They were very noisy. He said the whole encounter lasted maybe five minutes. So that's the weird I've seen out in the woods at night while following our hounds through the woods. Been enjoying your show and hope you enjoy these. Stay weird, Emily. All right. Well, first off, thanks, Emily, for submitting your email. Definitely weird stuff. Absolutely. And I'm familiar with the location out there. And some of the other stories we've had call in, like <clears throat> call in or email in, we had the little boy who saw the Bigfoot. It's not too far from the same area. And you kind of hear stories of tracking dogs and things kind of backing away and not wanting to go near an area where there have been Bigfoot and Sasquatch sightings. I've read that quite a few times. Also, in that same general area... Uh, my girlfriend's parents live kind of out that way and they have neighbors and people that come over and hang out at night all the time and they're always seeing weird lights and shit in the sky over that direction. It's also not too far from your parents' house, Kyle. That is correct. And it's not very far from uh, Dow, Illinois, where me and a buddy seen a black triangle uh, fly through the sky one night and we were we were in high school, so that would have been... Probably not oh, too far off. 2003-ish, somewhere around that area. Yeah, that's when I graduated, and she's only a few years uh, ahead of me. Yeah, because I graduated in 05. After me. So, yeah, that would have been around 2001 to 2003 when we saw that. So there's definitely a lot of weird occurrences out there. Oh, for sure. In I that don't, area. The daylight thing, I mean, that makes me <laughs> that's think. That's what I was just going to say. That makes me think of some type creepy. of, like, alien situation. I don't, I don't that's the best I can come up with other than, I mean, if you would have looked up and saw some type of vortex, but or, you know, that yeah. wasn't seen. I wonder when the woods lit up like that, was it for a long period of time? Like, was it over like 30 minutes that they were lit up? Was it the whole time they were out there? Or was it just say a flash of light and then it disappeared? Cause it could have been, if it was quick, it could have been, some kind of space junk or something in her in the atmosphere. You kind of see videos yeah, of that shit. possible. But if it was for a long period of time, that's just, that's pretty weird. That is weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that, that's boggling to me. And I mean, it is curious how your, your dogs would be afraid to go back into the woods. You know, that, that does tell me that they sense something 
that is relatively dangerous or unfamiliar. Yeah, and they're not they're not willing to pursue it. That's because I'm I'm positive I've read stories where the dogs refuse to go in. I know a lot of missing four one one stories where they bring in tracking dogs to try to find missing people. They will refuse to track in areas where this takes place. That's messed up. Yeah, I'm not linking the two. I know nobody went missing or anything. But a theory is that there's some kind of predator in the woods taking these people from the Missing 411 series. If you guys haven't looked into that, check it out. We'll for sure do an episode on it eventually. But one of the main boxes that are checked in these missing people uh, stories is that the tracking dogs looking for them will refuse to track and almost like they're scared of something in the woods. Yeah, which is is very curious. You know, I, I have no idea... Other than it being like a Bigfoot or something like that. But there, there are other reports of strange things that we plan on getting into very recently. And or very, yeah, in recent. For lack of a better term, it is pretty squatchy out that out, out that way. You know what I mean? The further west you move, the closer you get to going off toward the bluffs and stuff. And we all know that that's just thick Yeah, down that way. Well, and we've had quite a few callers. And yeah. emailers tell us about seeing uh, the Bigfoot in the those areas. Everett Everett saw his not not too far away, probably ten or twelve miles down the road. Right. In the same general area. Um, throwing back to the whole bright light thing, I'm gonna be play devil to advocate here and ask a question that he might not want to answer. But did your husband and his friend experience any missing time while they were out there? That's a good question. Because a lot of uh, abduction stories that start out this way, people will experience missing time. Yeah, that's that's a good question. And I mean, I assume they because you included in your story that there you didn't hear any sounds like uh, helicopters, because that would be the only other thing that I could come up with is maybe there was a helicopter in the sky searching for something in the woods, which I know is way out in left field in the you know in this area right now but it's worth still putting possible. out there yeah i mean but that's but something you, you would definitely hear, hear. Yeah, yeah you would hear it without a doubt and like i said my girlfriend's parents live out that way and there are people seeing stuff out there in the sky all the time like it's it's pretty common to see weird shit out there yeah i've seen my fair share of stuff out there so but again awesome story thank you so much yep. for submitting it and sharing that with us Awesome. If you have any other creepy stories you'd like to send in, please feel free. For our topic today, we are going to look into the interesting world of shadow people. Um, I've been doing a little research on it, and I don't actually know what to think about shadow people. Me either. To be honest with you. There's so many theories out there as to what they could be. It's just hard to pin one down. But so many people experience them. I feel like it has to be something. Yeah, and there's there's reports now that you know they're making themselves more seen, like because uh, for the most part, you know, when you think of shadow people, you think of uh, you seeing things in your peripheral vision. Yeah, which I mean, I have done. Like, there's a spot in my house where I'll see. It's almost it. it if it's anything, it has to be residual. Because as you're sitting in my recliner, you can kind of see into our dining room, and there is a hallway that leads to the left. And it's the same thing every time. 
just this black mist out of the corner of my eye. I never see it straight on, looking straight on. But it's moving to the left of this hallway. And it happens, it's probably happened 20 times. So I don't know if it's like my eyes playing tricks on me or if it's some kind of residual being moving in and out or what the deal is. It's, right. Which, like, it brings me to the next question. Do do these these things that you see out of your periphery, what qualifies them as a shadow person? Do you know what I mean? Mm, not really. Like, what's what diff, What makes them any different than, like, any other kind of ghost? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I guess, I guess the boundaries of it would be for a shadow person is a lot of times they're described as blacker than black you know like it'll be dark in the room but they appear as darker than the actual darkness that's in your room yeah are they and are they sentient beings you know like do they know what they're doing where they're at what's going on or are they residual beings where they're just going through the same motions over and over again do the theories just have tons of questions the theories are out there i mean you know you have people who believe that they are not harmful spirits you have people that believe they are you know you like you said are they residual are they intelligent there's people who can attribute them to ets and all types of shit yeah see my uh my ex-wife uh she dealt told me stories about seeing them ever since she was little and she was she was pretty specific about the way that it looked should have just looked like a tall, slender man. He wore an overcoat and he wore a brimmed hat, not necessarily like a fedora, but like a big brimmed hat. And she said he just appeared as a shadow and she would see him all the time when she was little and she even saw him as she grew older. And I just kind of like, I don't know. I didn't know what to really make of it. Right. And, you know, that would be your classic hat man. Because I never, I never seen one. But, like, that's that's what made me ask the last question. Because that's a pretty specific being. You know what I, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, you can see the body shape. You can see the hat. Like, that sounds like a shadow person to me. Yeah. Which makes me wonder what what differentiates it from the black figure I see out of the side of my eye that just looks like a mist traveling from one room to another. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, anyway. for sure. But it's... I, I don't know. I really couldn't tell you what the grounds are. But, you know, like I said, most of the time when people see shadow people, it's more in their peripheral vision, which is usually easy to chalk up to imagination or a moving curtain or whatever, because that's, you know, your peripheral vision is almost there to keep us aware of our surroundings, you know, to kind of keep us safe, to see, you know, see as far as we can. And it, I just find it weird that, you know, your eyes detect something and then a lot of people want to chalk it up to it. Not like it's just your mind playing tricks on you, but your brain is, is designed to pick up, uh, patterns and shapes and stuff like that, you know? So I just find it strange that a lot of people will chalk it up to their imagination or sleep deprivation you know there there are some people that chalk it up to uh sleep paralysis yeah and a lot of a lot of people claim to see these things during sleep paralysis what i was just gonna say yeah like i wonder if i wonder how it's all tied together 
I don't know. There's, you know, there's one woman, um, I think her name's Heidi Hollis. She has a book, uh, what's it called? I don't I can't remember, but, uh, you know, she, her question is, why are we, why are people in recent times seeing them more head on now than in the past? Hmm. It's almost like they are, um, making themselves more known. I think from her standpoint, she believes that they're more nefarious in nature than what some other people believe. And her book is called the secret war. But, uh, you know, generally shadow people are described as dark silhouettes with a more or less human shape. Now, Heidi also mentions that shadow people have been sighted throughout history, which I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the Native Americans have legends for them. But she she quotes two things. Um, One's from the Quran, and it mentions pitch black sapient beings that are entirely spiritual or physical. And people in ancient Europe believe that shadow beings desired blood and without it couldn't be reborn. <laughs> that's fucked. So, yeah, that's ominous. But, you know, so so her standpoint on them, it seems to be that there's they're a little bit more nefarious in nature. And you've heard you've, you hear reports of which can be linked to sleep paralysis where they'll wake up being choked by a shadowy figure and you know, shadowy figures are usually lurking around your bed or, you know, Sam in the corner, right? Stuff like that. But there's also people that I've, you know, I found where they don't believe that shadow people are nefarious at all. They believe more or less that shadow people are almost lost souls in purgatory, so to speak. Like they're not, they haven't gone to the light yet. And, it's more or less they're not even aware that they're dead, I guess. Because a lot of times, you know, you'll see one peeking around a corner or at your bed. You know, some people think that the ones that are staying by your bed are are possibly loved ones trying to get you messages. Yeah, like, I was doing some research and I found that, like, a lot of paranormal researchers completely separate shadow people from spirits and ghosts so to speak they're they say that shadow people are conscious entities so like i was saying they're completely sentient so they know what's going on they know what they're doing right they're there for a purpose whereas ghost is just residual energy left over from someone's life okay so they kind of like separate them into two different things gotcha so a ghost would just be going through the motions of what they left over. Okay, so you know I mean? it, it could be fair to speculate then that maybe shadow people, some shadow people, well, I don't know. I mean, you could speculate that it could be a form of purgatory beings. I read up you know, that uh, some people think that we create our own sh- shadow people. Like it's an uh, accumulation of negative energy will manifest itself in this way, kind of like a poltergeist, I guess. Right. But a shadow person kind of becomes uh, a vessel, so to speak, for all that anger and all that pent-up rage you have. And it's subconsciously you're doing it, but it's manifesting itself physically in in your life. Now, would it be to where everyone could see that or more or less just you? I don't know. 
you know, because that would be like your your brain convincing your yourself that something's there when it's really not. Could be, it could be. I don't know if there's. But if you see it, is it any less real? But I mean, they have there's pictures out there of the people have supposedly taken a shadow people. That's true. So if it's just manifesting itself to you, that you wouldn't think that that would be that would be able to do that. Right. Yeah. You got a point there. I'm not sure what differentiates poltergeists from shadow people, but I feel like they're kind of in the same vein or could be. Yeah. And then there's fuck. There's people that believe that shadow people could be interdimensional people. They could be time. They could be interdimensional travelers. They could be terrestrials, you know, things bleeding over from other dimensions. It just seems like a giant grab bag of what these things are. So, with that being said, I'll almost bet that nobody has a clue what these things actually are. I found that they have broken down shadow people into different categories. Okay. So I'm reading off uh, Ranker.com's Graveyard Shift, their kind of creepy channel here, about the different types of shadow people. So I'm going to go ahead and share this with you guys. You have your hat man, which is kind of creeps in the shadows and watches. I feel like the hat man stories have taken off here. Which pretty recently. Hold that thought. Hold hold our ranking here. It made me wonder when she said that these shadow men encounter, shadow person encounters have become more and more prevalent lately. It yeah. makes me wonder if they haven't became more prevalent, but now with the internet and with social media people have more of an outlet to talk about it. It's super possible. And it's becoming more and more accepted. I think I think the reason why she made that that connection is because I mean, this is me assuming something, but it you know, it seems like people have always seen them from the corners of their eyes and this, that and the other, but now people are having more detailed encounters with them and she wants to know why because before it was always kind of like, oh, a humanoid-ish figure kind of misty and this that and the other but now people are actually giving details like he was wearing a hat and he had a a trench coat on or whatever yeah that makes sense all right back to our shadow people different genres i guess different types of shadow people you got your hat man who just kind of watches from the background uh according to ranker this type of shadow visitor doesn't appear to mean any harm but he sure looks creepy. The hat man is one of the most commonly reported types of shadow people. Witnesses describe him as a faceless, dark man in an overcoat and a wide-brimmed hat who watches silently from the doorway. There aren't many accounts of malevolent behavior or attacks attributed to this type of shadow person, but the hat man has been reported to induce feelings of apprehension or inexplicable knowledge that the witness haven't seen the last of him. See, that's exactly what my ex-wife described. And she was in no way into the paranormal. She was super religious, wrote all wrote all of this stuff off, didn't believe in ghosts, didn't believe right. in any of that stu- stuff, but she described that to a T. And then it, it had been following her, and she saw it for years since she was little. Next one is the aggressive type of shadow, pe- shadow people. This is kind of like your sleep paralysis shadow person, the ones that will actually cause physical harm. Shadow people may have plenty of ways to terrorize you without becoming violent, but some of them have no qualms about causing physical harm. People have been reported being beaten, choked, even picked up and dropped by aggressive shadow beings in their home. These beings usually don't look much different from normal shadow people, featureless human-shaped entities, but they harbor serious ill will. Unfortunately, 
They're also the easiest to scientifically explain since shadow figures and choking sensations are some of the textbook symptoms of sleep paralysis. So, do shadow people cause sleep paralysis? Or does sleep paralysis cause shadow people? Touche. Think on that, folks. I wonder if in any of those cases, if there was actual marks on Mm, people's throats. Let me look. Let's creep around on this a little bit. Because that would be... I I would assume not, since they say science can't explain this. Yeah, but... But I'm guaranteed there's a story out there. Science doesn't explain sleep paralysis that well. That's true. You know, like if you say, oh, hey, these shadow people are caused from sleep paralysis, but we don't know what the fuck sleep paralysis is or what causes it. You're kind of just pedaling over on top of yourself. Right, yeah. Anyway, I don't know if there's any signs of being attacked. But next type of shadow person are the red-eyed specters, and they apparently can sense fear. Most shadow people are described as faceless black silhouettes, but if you run into a red-eyed shadow person, you're in trouble. While they generally don't harm humans physically, red-eyed shadow people are about as menacing as they come. Their only discernible features are glowing red orbs that peer out from their pitch-black faces. According to people who have encountered red-eyed shadow people, their gaze causes unadulterated terror, and the more terrified the victim becomes, the stronger the shadow person will grow. Fuck that one. That sucks. I wouldn't want no part of that. I would be scared if I saw... Yeah, and then he's red gonna, eyes looking at me. He's gonna fucking hulk out on you, and you ain't gonna know what to do. Yeah, that's fair. What a dick. I've never seen anything with red eyes. Thankfully, me either. Which I'm happy for. I feel bad for anybody who has seen that shit. Oh, this guy sounds dope. Here's the next the next tier: hooded shadow figures that radiate sheer hate. You know what? That's kind of fucked up reading that because who does that make you think of right out of the gate? Hey, Hollow Cult, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized and with regular live music and events there's no in-store experience like it so just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin hollow sky branded boots how awesome would that be nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots if you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Uh... Uh, I'll give you a hit, Kristen. Her story. Oh yeah, shit. Isn't that kind of fucking crazy? Yeah, that was one of the first calls we had in. Yeah. Dang. Kristen, stay away from these guys. Yeah. Okay. Hate radiators. This type of shadow person is featureless except for its hooded cloak. Like the Hat Man, this creature isn't known to attack humans directly. It prefers to stand at doors or beside and silently stare. However, while the hat man is usually described as more curious than malicious, cloaked or hooded shadow people are almost certainly aren't paying friendly visits. Descriptions of hooded shadow people usually include the same sinister detail, an undeniable sensation of seething hatred. Dude, that's so weird. It's almost... It makes me think of that whole purgatory thing that you brought up. It's almost like if these entities aren't living... And they're pissed at the people who are living. Right. That's, uh, that's what it makes me think of. It could be a whole pl- plethora of things if they are, if it is actually some form of purgatory. Cause they could, but then again, they are wearing hood. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so fucking lost in my own thoughts that, <laughs> like, it's just weird, man. It is weird. When, like, I don't know. Because hey. they're depicted with hoods. So you would almost think they've, like if you went with the the purgatory, you would almost think that they have accepted their fate and something has changed them, or if by nature they are not very good people. And you just, I don't know, it's fucking weird. The fact that you just feel like you sense hate. That how do you even how would you even describe that? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know either. It'd be weird. From some kind of being that you've never encountered and it's just standing there in the corner. Black hood up, just hanging out, hating you. I don't know. Next here. Watchmen shadow figures stare obsessively. These types of shadows aren't as malevolent as some of the other kinds, but they're still no fun to it's still no fun to feel like you're being watched. They watch humans and don't care if you like it or not. Shadow person isn't particularly imposing. It won't attack you, but according to witnesses, there's just something viscerally creepy about the way it lurks around. Oh, well, fuck. Here we go. Mine. Misty black shadow people that move like smoke. Ding. That's pretty much exactly what I Yeah, we've had... I think we've had calls that involve this as well. This is not all shadow people look exactly like people. Even regular humanoid shadow beings are reported to move in ways that are too quick and fluid to be natural but misty shadow people appear as clouds of black smoke despite their weird forms they give off unmistakable impressions that they are intelligent according to some accounts these black shadowy masses are attracted to people or places that give off negative emotions 
Last one we have are the elusive shadow people that will vanish if spotted. Though most types of shadow people are known to stare incessantly, there's one type that prefers to snoop unnoticed. Elusive shadow people prefer to peek around corners and blend in with shadows. If noticed, they will disappear immediately. Like the benevolent shadow people who make their observations more obvious, these elusive shadows don't incite any negative feelings, but some people believe that they serve as scouts for the more malicious entities. Others, though, feel that they're just playful and curious. Sounds like a pervo to me. <laughs> yeah, just creeper. Which was kind of weird. Um, I almost, I don't know if it's in relation to that or something a little more uh, nefarious, but uh, my wife has actually told me stories kind of like that. There was one time when she was telling me, uh, and I always get mad at her when she tells me these creepy ass stories because I don't want to know them. <laughs> Especially when they're in my own home. We'll tell her to call in because we all want to know them. I know, but she was saying uh, she remembers waking up and she could see what looked like um, legs being like broadcasted onto the ceiling, like something was standing in front of. Like we usually keep like a nightlight in the bathroom off the bedroom. That way, you know, if you got to get up in the middle of the night to go do your business, it's you can see you're not tripping over everything. But uh, she said she could see what looked like legs on the ceiling, just That's like creepy. skinny legs. And I, I was, you know, at the, you know, what my brain instantly goes to aliens. Yeah, because I got, to, I get to, you know, because you you're look, Kyle. Yeah, and you get to looking around, and I'm like, there's nothing that would. <laughs> Nobody like, better be in my house. Yeah, well, but you know, I, you know, I get up and I look around. And there's nothing that would cast that type of shadow, because at the time we didn't have our kid so there wouldn't have been no toys or anything like that laying around in there whatever it is not supposed to be there right exactly yeah that's gonna trip all your alarms yeah but i just you know it's kind of curious because she didn't see a full thing she just saw what she described as what looked like legs on the ceiling so weird It, it is weird it's creepy and i lied there are more tears of shadow people as i was looking so i'm gonna read those too uh you got Benevolent shadow people who apparently just want company of humans. So, so many terrible accounts of shadow people terrorizing people, uh, even physically attacking them. You'll be surprised to know that some shadow people just want to help and be in the presence of living beings. Like their malevolent counterparts, benign shadow people can be seen watching from bedsides, doorways, and corners. However, they don't mean any harm and witnesses report no feelings of fear or anger for them. Instead, these shadow people are just curious onlookers who might even be more afraid of us than we are of them. See, that to me sounds more like a ghost. Like, what what would be a typical ghost? Just kind of hanging out, just wishing that they were alive. Touche. For shadow people who aren't confined to a building or a house, while most people, or most shadow people appear indoors, some accounts describing... Describe encountering shadow people in forests. These black figures, like their counterparts, watch silently from the shadows without so much as breaking a twig. Forest-dwelling shadow people also have the tendency to mimic the people they encounter, stopping at the same time, for example. Some claim that these shadows people are actually guardians of the forest that they inhabit, while others speculate they're ghosts of people who got lost among the trees. Whatever their origins, they generally perfectly ha- they're generally, generally perfectly happy to follow and watch without causing harm. Which reminds me of Zombie Road in Missouri. They have that infamous photo of the shadow children standing on the tree line. 
Yeah, which is creepy. creepy. But we'll go there if anybody wants to take us. Down. And we'll investigate. Also, for our Monster Among Us fans, this sounds an awful lot like Mirrored Men. Yeah. How they move in tandem and all that weird shit. Yeah. If you're not familiar with encounters of Mirrored Men stories, check it out. They are pretty creepy. Definitely creepy. You have... Why is there so many different type of shadow things? Because they're... They're, there's a whole nother world out there. It's a whole new world. Apparently. It's like me being Steve. I'm just going to say that they're an alternate universe just bleeding over because that's what everything is. Dude, it's possible. Obviously. Rambling shadow people completely that completely ignore humans. Like we're not even here, which makes you think that it could be an alternative universe. They're just going about their fucking business. And yeah. we're the ones... That are kind of creeping. They're like, oh, damn, did you see that human over there? Poke his head out. <laughs> just disappeared. That human was choking the shit out of me when I was asleep. Yeah, it's possible. These shadow entities, unlike most otherworldly beings, aren't interested in observing, following, or interacting with humans. In fact, rambling shadow people don't care much about us at all. They usually describe, they're usually described as walking straight from one place to another, sometimes even through walls, as though they have somewhere to be or something to do. Whether their business is nefarious or not, they're more preoccupied with getting it done than with spying on us. So those are the tiers. If anybody would like to go and check these out, it's, uh, again, at ranker.com, Graveyard Shift. Pretty much went through it all, but you can go there and check. They got some pictures and different shit to check out. Kind of dope. Go over there if you want to. Some other things that I've been looking at or finding out here is that possibly these shadow people are feeding off of ghosts. How's that work? Which seems terrible. Uh, interesting theory posited about shadow people is that they are somewhat aware of other paranormal entities and they could feed off them the same way that they feed off humans, like taking the negativity or the energy that comes from those. If a spirit or entity is trapped in a particular haunted location, meaning that it's rich in negative energy, then it's likely that a shadow person or shadow people are aware of this location and using it as a feeding ground. It's theorized that shadow people prefer fresh negative energy of someone that they've trapped, but residual energy of an entity trapped in its own torment for eternity is probably just as good. Wow. Sound I mean, like, I don't, they sound like dicks. Yeah, you have those claims, you know. But then there's claims where they just—they're like little peepa toms. They just hang out in the corner. They're like, "What's up?" Damn, it's like the more I look, the more I look into it, the <coughs> fucking weirder it gets. Here's a theory that says shadow people may be the ghosts of living people. What? Yeah. I don't. I don't get that. Most out there theory about shadow people posits that they aren't technically ghosts or creatures of any kind, but rather people who are having out-of-body experiences. Some paranormal researchers believe that our consciousness leaves our body while we sleep and allow us to show ourselves to other people who are tuned into our frequencies. This differentiates shadow people from ghosts in a major way because it means that shadow people aren't even dead. It could be argued that if our consciousness leaves our body while we sleep, that they're technically the ghosts of the living. Although it's likely that we'll never be able to be determined if this is actually true or not, shadow people could figuratively be a shadow of a person who's still alive. 
That's kind of a cool theory. Yeah, and you have those people who, uh, what's it called? Remote viewing? Lucid dreaming. Or that. Where they try to get themselves in a state where they can pretty much leave their body and be conscious yeah. of the fact that they're dreaming. Kind of like would be quote weird. unquote controller dreams. Yeah, it would be weird if these people were chopping in and out of other people's lives, but why in the hell would they dress up in a trench coat and hat? That's what I'm saying. Or a hood and just hate everyone. Yeah. It is weird. And I mean, it's, it's, I don't know a lot about consciousness oh, and no. if it's possible to leave the body or how the hell any of that works. But I mean, I feel like it's, I'm no, sure you can. It's no worse than any of the other theories we heard. No. I mean, I've, and not to jump off all these dope theories, but I've had some encounters with shadow people per se. I guess one of them, I didn't really see it, but there was a girl I went to school with and she seen it and, you know, she claimed that she could talk to angels and stuff like that. So there was that, but you know, I remember her explaining the story to her mom that, uh, she was watching, you know, she looked over at me from across the, the way and she saw a shadow figure um right at my back so standing right behind me you know i'm watching what's going on i have no idea as as to what's behind me and she said that it didn't it didn't feel nefarious it didn't look nefarious now it could be coincidence might not be but at the same you know she relatively described it and the description she gave matched my dad's dad who had just recently passed away so it could have been him like a ghost kind of thing yeah like kind of being there just watching me as like kind of like a little goodbye like okay you know there's that that's what i was gonna ask if it had any like typical shadow man features like did it have a hat or did it wasn't wearing a hood did it have red eyes she didn't say any of those things and then the other encounter I had was more of like a shadow animal, I hope. Those those are actually things. In that in that tears I was looking at, there are shadow animals, but I didn't read about it. Right. But uh, I was at work, and it was broad daylight. And I'm, I don't know if the guy I was working with remembers this or not, but we were walking down the, down the way, and out of the corner of my eye, I could have swore I saw a black goat jumping up the bluff side Damn. and I even I was I stopped and I was like what the fuck and he stopped and was like what and I was like dude I could have swore I just saw a black goat and he's black like what up for anyone who's seen which he's like what and I'm like dude I swear I don't know I'm sure it was nothing it was probably just my you know my eyes playing tricks on me but did he tell you to live deliciously no thank god he should have i I. No. <laughs> Did, no, I don't want was him to say like, that to me. Was it like a, a witchcrafty goat that you would picture in your head to have big ass horns and shit? Yeah. Or was it just like a little goat? No, it was like a fucking goat. Like a like big curly horns. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's like it had horns and everything. It wasn't that's... like one of them stupid little ones you see at the petting zoo. Dude, you're probably cursed now. Don't fucking say that shit. All right, you're not. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's pretty. That's probably awesome. why I'm sick. Yeah, you probably got the goat Fucking flu. Fucking damn it. <laughs> probably got the goat flu. He's uh, like, live deliciously full of snot. Yeah. 
Awesome. Thanks, goat. <laughs> That's crazy. But, but those are the ones I had. They weren't nothing spectacular. I don't really have any outside of that misty one, which I it could be like I said, it could be anything. Well, but and apparently we all, that's a tier of shadow people. We all see. I don't. I guarantee you, every person that sits down and listens to this episode could email us or call in and say how they've seen stuff out of the corner of their eyes. Oh yeah, I guarantee it. That's why I questioned myself right off the bat, like what makes a shadow person as opposed to just any other paranormal thing that you catch out of the corner of your eye. You know, it's it's one thing to see, like, because I'm in the woods a lot, so there's normally a thing's moving, right? So, you know, you'll be sitting there and you see something flutter in the corner of your eye and you go to look. And I'll usually, as long as I'm not crazy busy, I'll usually track it down. Like, okay, it was that leaf blowing in the wind right there. But when it gets crazy is when, like, you're in your house and you see something move and you watch that location for five, 10 minutes and nothing moves again. Yeah. That's that's where I find things to be a little bit interesting. The thing that threw it off for me though, is that it happens at the same, it's the same exact thing every time I see it. Well, you said it could be something residual. Yeah. Cause that doesn't, that doesn't scream sentient intelligent being to me walking the same six feet all the time. No. Unless he's just fucking with you. Yeah, he could be a dick. Could be doing that. Yeah. Um, if you guys are interested in a bunch of Shadow People sightings, pop over to the official Shadow People archives. Just Google it and it'll bring it's it up. It's insane. And they have a ton, hundreds and hundreds of people. It is insane. Post their encounters on this forum. It just make like, it's what pretty much solidifies that something has to be going on whether it's aliens whether it's interdimensional beings whether it's some sort of paranormal entity that's eating all the other paranormal entities something's happening that this many people are seeing it if you had a bank on one theory what would it be oh shit um dude i don't know with i don't have any idea because it could, I mean, it could be demonic. Yeah. You know, there's nothing throwing that out there, especially with the sh- the sheer hate ones. Oh, no, dude, there's totally people that think they're demonic. Like, it's just if, that Like the goat so... one, you could totally chalk the one I've seen up to the, the Baphomet or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Is there something, Is there? I mean, is there something in our brains that make us see these? You know? It's possible because, like I said, our, our brains are more or less designed to recognize patterns and shapes relatively quickly. You know, so that's how you, you know, you'll, uh, like the random face in a stump or in, in the, the rocks or whatever. That's our, that's our brains processing shapes in that manner. It doesn't necessarily mean that that is Paradelia, that way. Paradelia? I don't know what the fuck it's called. Yeah, I think that's what it's called when you see faces in rocks. And right. And a lot of people like chalk that. that up to, well, that's just our brain recognizing a pattern and putting something similar to it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but could I like? Could Which this I don't want to believe that. Could this many people be wrong? No, I highly doubt it. So if you get a chance, hop over there and read some of these. Like they're all they're all different but similar. And like I said, with this many people seeing it, it's just it's crazy to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I I fully believe that. You know, it's at the very least, it's like a a, a spirit related phenomenon and i do i 
If I were to bank on it, I would say that it is malicious because probably 90% of the encounters, people feel terrified. That's kind of what I vibe out of it. And when you see, when you see something that you don't essentially understand, your first emotion isn't going to be terror or hate or any of that. No, it's going to be curiosity. People see these and they're like, oh, shit, I ain't going to fuck with this thing. Yeah. But it's it's just bizarre. I'll probably end my spiel on reading a couple of these from um, the Shadow People archives. If you guys have time and are interested in it, like I said, pop on over there and check it out. There are pages and pages and pages and pages of people that have submitted these stories. So I'm just going to, I'm not even going to read, I'm just going to randomly pick some. So bear with me here. Here's one from August 31st, 2002. One night, or from a man in Vancouver, Canada, I'm assuming. Man or woman, I don't know. Anyway, one night I woke up paralyzed. I looked toward the window, my eyes being the only thing that could move. Sitting on the window was a dark shape of a man who was watching me. Inside my head, I could hear a faint voice saying, come with me. I could slowly feel myself dying, or what I thought the experience of dying would be. My breathing stopped, and I could feel my heartbeat slower and slower. I was terrified, and with every ounce of energy, I forced my body to sit up. The moment I sat up in bed, the apparition disappeared. I was completely drained physically. I noticed that the time on the clock was 3.15 a.m. This occurred a couple more nights during that month. The last time, I almost gave in to the urge to follow him. The death sensation was scary at first, but it was exciting at the same time, kind of like the first hill on a roller coaster. It's been a couple years since the first meeting, and I have been moving from place to place hoping to avoid contact with this being. It always seems to find me within a few months, no matter where I go. Sometimes I want to be left alone, but this being has other things that haunt me, or this being and other things that haunt me are always around. They don't understand how tired I can get at times. Damn. It just sounds like a plea for help. Dude, fuck that. And it, it, it that, that gave me goosebumps. It's so crazy that I just randomly picked that. Yeah. But it goes back to these being feeding off of people yeah. and feeding off of. Dude, him just sitting there saying that. Like, like just leave saying, me the fuck alone. It's saying follow me, and he, all he feels like is what it, what he thinks it feels like to die. And That's it's terrifying. It just makes you wonder, like what what kind like if this person's life is so full of negativity that he's he is producing this being, as some people theorize. It's it's almost like self depletion. Dude, you know what I mean? Like sucks. it's this giant circle, like. I'm dealing with all this shit, so it manifests as this person or this being that is feeding off all the shit that's manifesting me. Oh, dude, that's that's crazy. That was a crazy story. Um, how much time we got? Ten minutes. I'll read another one. Uh, all right, September twenty second, two thousand two, from New Jersey. Here we go. I'm 19 and I live in New Jersey, and up until now, I never really had an answer for what I'd seen. I am, of course, referring to shadow people. I've seen these on a regular basis, and it creeps me the hell out, or it creeps the hell out of me every time because it always seems to happen when I'm alone or when I'm off guard. My most recent event was when I come home after a night hanging out at my brother's house. I believe it's around 12 midnight or just a couple minutes after. I came in the back door, which is attached to the kitchen. I set my keys down turned around to go to the fridge when I spotted someone, plain as day, standing in the living room across from me. I'd say 10 feet away. Not too, 
Not too much features I could make out, but I didn't recognize this person and I knew it wasn't my parents. So I took a double take. When I refocused, it was gone. Kind of shaky and freaked, so I head to the fridge, grab a nice tea in the back and start to stand back and start to stand back up. As I shift my weight back on my heels, I lean back to see the same figure standing right beside me, right beside the door. I got so scared I yelled out and almost jumped into the fridge. The thing is, I see these things all the time. I see them all around my house, in mirrors, even in my windows, as others have, and I can't take it anymore. My parents, my parents, I have a feeling, don't believe me, but they're not the ones being stared at in the face or stared at by someone with no face. I'm seriously scared of these things because I know what they want, and I'd rather not know, but I wish they'd go away. No. Like every, That's an insane story, too. Is is malicious. Yeah, like at first you think that, okay, this is your typical shadow person story. And then the more it evolves, you're just kind of like, holy shit. They're like, like this whole forum is just like a cry for help for these people. Yeah. Like, I can't. That was me. I'd be moving out of that place. But the, the one before that, it followed them around. Yeah, that one, that one's terrible. Which almost makes you wonder if they're specifically attached to people as opposed to attached to places. Because one of those highly tiers... Pro- highly probable. One of those tiers said, oh, these things in the woods, they're not attached to buildings. Well, maybe none of right. them are attached to buildings. Which kind of gives credence to... That would make the most sense. Kind of gives credence to us manifesting them ourselves. Or, or on the other hand, if, the, if it is that uh, the feeding theory, so to speak, like... If you're that person and you know there's people out there that just are constantly negative, that always are producing negativity, you know, why would that being not attach itself to you because you're so prone to putting out what they need or or thrive on, so to speak, to become more powerful and more relevant? It's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I, don't I, don't know, I honestly thinking. don't think anybody does because the, the theories are so vast. I mean, it's, there's so many of them. Yeah, man, I have no no idea as to what they could be. I don't either. I do feel like they're malicious. I do feel like they feed off others' energies. And I'm really leaning toward that they either attach themselves to people or people manifest them. Yeah. I think, I, mean? I think I can agree with those conclusions. That's what I'm going. So we're going to wrap that up. Again, like I said, check out those websites if you want to read up on them. Pop into uh, that official Shadow People archives and read some of these encounters. There's like 60 pages that people posted on here about encounters from hell almost 20 years ago. It's it's wild. Definitely a lot of craziness going on. For but sure. Also, if anyone has had an experience with a shadow person, we want to hear about it. So email us, call us, voice record it, and send it to us, post it on the Facebook page, post us on Twitter. Just let us know because we're interested in seeing if all of these accounts kind of line up to the same thing if, from what you've encountered. You know what I mean? Like where your encounter falls on the shadow person spectrum. Right. That being said, we're going to wrap this episode up. So check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Leave us a sweet rating and review on our podcast app. 
and call us if you got a creepy story or you've seen a shadow person. So, until you hear from us again, be safe and let's get weird.